It's 98.9 WCLC. It's a Studio Z edition of Live from the Archives, proudly supported by Bull Moose. And we are joined in studio with Ben Cosgrove. This is his second visit inside Studio Z. We're really happy to have you back. Yeah, it's it's a different room, so it feels, you know. It does. It feels fresh. Yeah, this is a, a fresh new space that we've been able to start working in. And we're glad to finally get you and your piano in here uh, today. What I wanted to first start off with is where we... A situation that we weren't able to talk about, I don't think, last time is your work on the New England Trail. I think oh, you had just gotten that um, when you were here last time. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, so explain to us uh, first what what that what your partnership was with them. It was a really cool. Um, I was the artist in residence for the New England Trail um, for what ended up being about a new a year and a half. Um, I guess I should back up. The New England Trail is this national scenic hiking trail. Um, it's the, one of the newest ones. It was established in 2009. Um, so it's in the same category as, you know, the Appalachian Trail and the Pacific Crest Trail. Um, and it, ac- it actually only goes, th- it goes from Long Island Sound up through western Connecticut and through western Massachusetts. Right now it technically stops at the New Hampshire border, but only legally. There's actually, the trail actually continues all the way to the top of Mount Monadnock. Um and I think they're working with the state of New Hampshire to try to get them to like adopt that. But my job essentially was for a year and a half, I would kind of well, hike up and down this trail as much as I could and write music about different moments along it um, and basically play a bunch of shows at all these small towns that are in the trail's backyard, um, kind of informing them that this thing existed <laughs> because uh, it's kind of new enough that nobody really knows it's there. So I was there. I was this like traveling evangelist talking about <laughs> a hiking trail. And one of the things that's really unique about that trail is at any moment you're in civilization, but at any moment you can kind of you can be in the woods. I think it's unlike some other trails that are out there because it goes through some some civilized sections, but you can escape that very quickly. Yeah, well, I I actually think that that's one of the most that turned out to be one of the most gratifying things about. So I guess I should explain to everybody. I, I write music about landscape, which is why I was sort of tasked with this weird job in the first place, um, and I kind of have tended to defaults to writing about you know uh these sort of sublime glamorous like national parks and things um and i kind of became aware of that a couple years ago and and wanted to start kind of focusing on places that you might tend to overlook and like that might be kind of more accessible to you or in your backyard um and kind of encourage people to look around them and appreciate that um so this trail residency really came out at really the right time. You kind of walk, o- like the last few things that happen on this trail are you like come out of the woods and you like walk along a street for a little while and then you go like over a soccer field and then like walk through an estuary and then you're like in the ocean. <laughs> so it's like this like big kind of combination of, I mean, New England as a whole is great because there's like so many different types of landscapes all kind of up on each other all the time and the trail really kind of captures that. We're with Ben Cosgrove talking about uh, his music and, and the unique way that he gets to uh, explore it and uh, talking about how you do get to visit a lot of these incredible places uh, really around the world. And some of the pictures that I've seen from one of your last trips, can you talk about wh- oh, that? Yeah. yeah, no, I figured out a really neat way to like <laughs> leverage being a piano player <laughs> to like get to go to really cool spots. <laughs> um, I just did a residency so kind of flying in the face of what I just said about not writing about the most beautiful places there are. I just did a residency in um, Patagonia. There's a brand new national park. There are several brand new national parks, but um, one in particular just transferred to the Chilean government this month. Um, And I was brought down there by a 
group called Trilango Expeditions, um, and they're an environmental education nonprofit. Um, and they lead these hikes from one end of the park to the other. It takes like eight to ten days, um, and they're part of their pitch is that every trip they lead has either an environmental activist or an environmental artist along to like for this whole backpacking thing and then that person will you know every night after you make camp will like lead them in conversation about like Thoreau um, so that was my job while I was down there <laughs> and it was like the greatest thing I've ever done it was this like kind of custom built group for of people who were like primed to listen to me talk about the kind of work I do and just the most amazing landscape the weather was perfect um wonderful pile of people um yeah it was a really kind of lucky thing to be able to do and that right what i'm doing right now is writing music about i've got a couple songs that are kind of in progress um about kind of different similarly like different moments along you know within that landscape and how we kind of interact with it we're talking with ben cosgrove and obviously if you're in a place like patagonia it's not that easy to just like pull out uh, you know your laptop to write down some notes about whatever you're going to be doing so how do you kind of keep all of that in your brain as you're going to continue to write music about an experience that has already gone past you that's a great question. I mean, I think that's true of no matter what medium you're working in, uh, you kind of have to, it's hard, for, I mean, in, in my case anyway, it's always hard for me to frame my experience while it's happening to me. I had to kind of like let it gel and then figure out what stories I tell about it afterwards. And then, then it becomes this process of thinking about like how I would tell those stories using just a bunch of notes and no words at all. And I have to ask, because uh, you had to find your way to this somehow, and it always starts somewhere with musicians. How did you first end up playing piano? How did I first end up playing piano? Uh, it was the first instrument I learned. Uh, we, When I was four, we moved to a new house, and the, uh, the previous owner had a piano that she didn't want to deal with. So we just, it was like this old upright thing. So my family just sort of inherited this piano. Uh, due to the laziness of the previous occupant of the house. Uh, and I guess I uh, allegedly I sort of just like started picking up, I would like play the Jeopardy theme and things. And so my parents got me piano lessons. Um, and it happened to be that the woman they found to teach me was this, uh, she lived in the next town over. She was an older woman. And she was just like exactly the right person for me to meet. She kind of gave me a lot of creative freedom and would kind of follow me along on these, like all these quixotic musical things I wanted to try and really at a very young age kind of taught me how to use you know instrumental music as this means of expressing you know extra musical ideas so like i could kind of work through ideas i was having about like a book i read or a like idea i had or like some abstract concept and figure out how to write piano music about it and that i mean that's been the thing i've done ever since then and I have to ask for that teacher, uh, was she able to follow you around for a while as you've continued to do some of these amazing things? Not really, unfortunately, but um, for a little bit. I mean, I was in, she, I was still in touch with her through college. Yeah. Um, and so, and that, that was about when I kind of, it became obvious that I had no other skills and this was going to be what I did for the rest <laughs> of my life. <laughs> well, you're a great hiker. We know that. That's yeah, that's true. I could yeah. just walk. Yeah. <laughs> good. At least you have something that you're toting along with you. We're with Ben Cosgrove and the, other thing that I there's two other uh, quick notes that I want to talk to you about um, outside of your solo work that you're doing. Uh, well, I guess this one ties into your solo work. You did just do a gig at Brick South back in what, just that was back in December. Yeah, um, that is wild that that was so long ago. I know. Can you uh, you posted a beautiful video 
of um, one of the songs from that session. Right. Um, talk about what that was and, and, and oh, what made man. it a little extra special. Was, that was one of the most gratifying, uh, two, I guess two shows, we did two shows, two of the most gratifying concerts we've ever been able to do. Um, it, it was with the Maine Youth Rock Orchestra here in Portland and uh, Palaver Strings, which is a string ensemble that is also headquartered here in Portland and in Boston. Um, and they were doing a concert together and then um, Kevin, the director of Myro, had the idea that part they should dedicate part of it to playing, uh, like accompanying me as I played like six of my songs. Uh, and so I had the just sort of insane privilege <laughs> of playing this, all this music that I'm used to playing all by myself in sort of like random rooms all over the country in these just unbelievably glorious spaces um, with 37, 38 string players, some of whom are little kids and some of whom are like extremely accomplished professional musicians. And um, it was just such an overwhelming, uh, thrilling experience. I, and uh, yeah, and as you mentioned, they just released a video of one of the songs. And if people haven't seen that yet, we shared that on our Facebook page probably a week and a half, maybe two weeks ago since that was posted. It, will, will more of that see the light of day, you think? I don't know. I sort of didn't know that that one existed. So kinda, <laughs> you know knows? what? Knowing you, I figured he probably just woke up one day and saw that this was online. Seriously. And that, that is exactly, uh, <laughs> I think that that's not too far from the truth. And the last the promotion part. Of that's right. Hey, as long as you're playing, that's all we care about. And the last thing that I want to ask you about is if people go and see Ghost of Paul Revere over the course of, if they've seen them over the last few months, and as we head into the summer, they will see you up there with those guys. Talk about that experience of, of playing with them. Oh, yeah. I'm a, right now, I'm a, a touring member of that band, um, and you know them. They're the nicest people in the entire world. And uh, I don't know. It's been a real privilege. It's like... Uh, their their songs are lots of fun and they it's it's fun to kind of work out they've never had a piano player before or a keyboard player so it's it's been fun to kind of figure out how to fit into the spaces around um, a guitar and a banjo and a bass and um, they're a very entertaining bunch of people to ride around in a van in as well so and I know you've done a lot of driving in your life have they forced you to be the bus driver oh yeah well, well I prefer I like that a lot I'm I'm, a, I'm not a good passenger is my <laughs> And the I know they just had a, a big sold out gig at Paradise Rock Club down in Boston. Were you a part of that that show? I was. So we played that show. I mean, that was tons of fun because I would Paradise. I grew up in Massachusetts. That's where I saw like all my favorite concerts in high school. Um, we played this really thrilling sold out show, um, and then we like loaded out and got on an airplane and flew to Florida overnight. And got there in the morning and got on a cruise ship and played in a cruise ship for a week, in the most sort of disorienting transition that i've ever been a part of in my life hey that's rock and roll man you're a part of it now so if airplanes you mean even rock and roll yeah so ben you'll see him doing his solo stuff out and about and obviously as a touring member it goes to paul revere we're so happy to have you back in it's really exciting to be able to hear your music solo and uh, i was at the dave noise benefit show a couple of weeks ago and that was the first time that i saw you on stage with them as you know, as touring member and having Chuck Gagne there. So, it, and it was oh, a ton of fun, you know, seeing seeing you guys all up on stage. So, very exciting stuff. Oh, yeah. You want to do one more song before you get out of here? Or two more songs, please, if, you, if you're I'll, up I'll for it. I'll keep going until you tell me to stop. All right, let's get two more out of you before right. you get out of here. Thank Another you. Song is, no, thanks for having me. Uh, what am I going to do? Oh, this song's called Break. This is the song that uh, we were talking about that the, the video exists of. So, if you want, imagine this with, you know, as many stringed instruments as you've ever seen in your life. 